0: Thank you for listening to the Kaufman Chamber of Commerce podcast. Our Chamber of Commerce
1: exists to be a catalyst for business growth, a convener of leaders and influencers who make things happen, and a champion for a stronger community. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hello, I'm Andrew Jordan here with Richard Dunn. Uh, this is number three in a series of interviews being conducted by the Kaufman Chamber of Commerce to give you an opportunity to get to know some of our members and what they do for the community. Uh, I'm going to spend a few minutes uh, talking with Richard. One of the objects of the chamber, obviously, is to promote uh, our members' business. This is going to be one of the few members who we would actually rather not have as many customers. (laughs) And I'm going to give him a chance to explain that in just a moment. Uh, Richard operates the Kaufman Christian Help Center and so if you would introduce yourself and tell us what the Help Center does.
0: You bet. I'm Richard Dunn at the center and we serve, the, it's barely through the southern Kaufman County area. We're primarily a food pantry and we're a food pantry and a resource center and our goal is just to help fight food insecurity with our children, our adults, our senior adults just all across the county.
1: And how long have you been the director there? A year and a half. And I, you had a, a career, obviously, in the ministry before that. That I, I want to get to, but uh, give us a, maybe a, a picture. I, I think a lot of people underestimate the need right. for the help center and some of the other resources that uh, that, that are provided here. But. Uh, talk for a minute about your experience, uh, the, maybe the demographics of, of Kaufman, particularly Southern Kaufman County and where those needs are.
0: Sure, in fact, I may even take it like this. We serve about 300 households a month that come in. We partner with the North Texas Food Bank, and so basically our, our neighbors can come in once a month and they get a cartload of food. I mean, it, if it's a family of four or five, they're gonna walk out with about $80, $90, $100 worth of food if you went shopping with that. And,
1: you talk about the North Texas Food Bank. A lot mm-hmm. of people aren't yeah. familiar with that. Right. What, what is that and why is that important as far as leveraging uh, dollars to provide those the food and those services. Wow,
0: well, it's actually great. Number one, we can get food from them and so that's that's part of it from, from their supply. But also what North Texas Food Bank does helps us partner with people like Walmart, for example. We now pick up from Walmart here in Kaufman, which we've been doing for years. But we also pick up from uh, Forney and Sigaville. And so that partnership with the North Texas Food Bank provides that. And then we also have a produce truck that comes in once a month. From the, this is fresh produce, the very first Tuesday of every month, and that supplies our neighbors with fresh produce. And that is also through a partnership with the North Texas Food Bank.
1: And so, I, I guess just by way of example, uh, if, if myself or somebody else wanted to go out and purchase uh, that food or those products at a retail price, how does that compare with how you're able to obtain it from the food bank?
0: Uh, probably, in most cases, it's probably about a, uh, from the food bank, it's about a third what would you charge at a normal if you went shopping.
1: So obviously a a, a donation, the dollar amount that comes into your organization where you're able to purchase through the food bank is is leveraged basically basically three-fold from- In in most cases, yeah. Okay. Uh, What is the process? Is someone coming in, an individual or a family uh, who finds himself in need of those services, how do they contact you and, and, and kind of walk us through that?
0: Partnering with the North Texas Food Bank, we work with the USDA, so fortunately the process is very simple. If you live within basically the Southern Kaufman County area, then we're gonna be able to serve you. The Terrell uh, Share Center really takes care of what's in North Kaufman. okay? But if you live in those areas, all you really have to do is come in and prove to us that you live in that area. Uh, we have you fill out a very, very simple form and you're part of the, the system now. We, we ask for some information from it and you sign off on that and we just go from there and you're
1: in our system. And for folks who may be skeptical, I mean, you're able to verify that a family or an individual is is actually in need as far as the screening process? Yeah, it's it's
0: really interesting the way this works. It's actually been relaxed over the years working with those USDA rules, okay? They provide the information from us and they really just sign off the fact that we're telling you the truth, okay? Uh, Now we do have a secondary program which we've just started, okay? It's called PAN, it's also through the North Texas Food Bank. This is a program for senior adults 60 and up. Okay, And with this, they get an additional supplemental box of food on top of what they're already getting. It's about 35 pounds of food, plus the big old block of government cheese, Okay, which I'm told is just like great stuff. Okay, But now on that one, they do have to go through, they do have to prove their age, they do have to prove their residency, and they have to prove their, their source of income.
1: Uh, as far as staff, how many other people are working at the Help Center?
0: Uh, we are basically a volunteer operation. So I, as the executive director, I'm there. I have an administrative assistant that works with me, although she's actually part of a subsidized program through the Texas workforce. And so she works with me, then we have interns. I have an intern right now that works with me from uh, Texas a and Commerce. Uh, and we have a food pantry manager that is subsidized a little bit for some travel time, but basically she's also a volunteer
1: as, as is everybody else and if one of our viewers or friends wanted to volunteer uh... what type of things would they expect to be doing
0: you know it, the, we're expanding on this here's where the opportunities come in our food pantry is open on tuesday and thursdays from nine to one so one of the primary things is get people coming in and helping with that okay? uh... that is the check-in procedure the shopping procedure we don't box anything in a pre-box manner and so you're able to shop our neighbors through so they get to pick out the stuff they want and so they're not taking stuff that they wouldn't wind up eating right. anyway uh, so we need obviously, though that's a great place to start because you get to see the fundamental operation of everything we do. But we also are working now, we have a financial mentoring program that is for helping people to, This you don't have to have any specific background with that. It's really just caring about people and saying, listen, we wanna sit down with someone and help you uh, to understand what it means to do a budget, what it means to set a goal to get maybe from where you are to where you're going, which is really the fundamental thing we're trying to do. We're trying to take people that are in need and move them to a place of stability. So volunteers like that would be needed too. And
1: and you talk about people in need. Sometimes we use words like homeless or poverty and maybe we uh, have the image of someone living under a bridge in one of the cities. That's not necessarily the case. There's a lot of people who who, I think would be fairly described as uh, the working poor, that people are really, out there making an the effort, but are just not in a situation where they can make the ends meet. And how are you able to help them?
0: That's true. First of all, we one of the things you mentioned about the, the the homeless scenario. There are homeless people in Kaufman, okay, in Kaufman County. It looks very different than homelessness in Dallas. There are not there. You don't see people living under the bridge and things like that. But you do have people living in their cars and living in other scenarios. So that scenario does apply. But one of the things we want to do is help a person who really. If they're in a need, if, there's, if they're in a food insecurity need, we wanna make sure they're being fed, okay? And a lot of people in that scenario, that's pretty much maybe all we can ever do for them. But we also wanna say, provide resources, and we partner with a lot of different people, okay? A lot of different medical resources, insurance company, all the kinds of things to work with them to say, if we wanna move forward with you, we can help you out, get you directed to someone that can help you, okay, move from where you are to where you need to be.
1: And you make a good point. You guys are not doing that all by yourself. Tell us a little bit about some of your partners or who you can refer people to who might be sure. in that situation.
0: Well, the neat thing about us is our primary partners are the churches around Coffin County. I partner with over 30 churches, okay, and work with them, and they help support us and pray for us and just keep us going from that standpoint. But we also work with the other nonprofits through the area. And then again, with just organizations like United Healthcare, Superior Healthcare, Parkland Hospital, those type places. And many times when we do our events, like the produce truck, a great example, those partners will come out and they'll be there on site, okay, so people can talk to them face-to-face.
1: And you talked about some of the churches, maybe give us a a little bit more uh, background on how the Help Center came to be, because I recall uh, my home church, Kaufman Church Mm of Christ as well as many, many others here in the community had standalone, what we referred to as benevolent centers where we tried to do that service. And eventually a decision was made to consolidate those into what became the Help Center. Can you kind of describe how that process came to be?
0: That's exactly right, so it was in 2005, really the years before that, and the, the churches has got together, so I think the, the basic idea was, can we be more efficient in this? Can we do this better? Uh, most small towns do have one, two, three, four, five little benevolent centers, closets around. They're hard to maintain. Uh, you're, you're maintaining it by your, uh, yourself in the church. Uh, you've gotta have someone with compassion and passion to do that. And, as, and those fade away and come and go. They're open, inconsistent hours. And so I think the idea was, can we be more productive in this? So we've got a place, it's steady, it's there, and people can come on a regular basis and it just, it operates differently. Huh?
1: Uh, prior to you taking over as the director, though, because I, I, I know you, you had a career in the ministry, yeah. uh, kind of let us know a little bit about yourself and, and, and that part of your life and career. Yeah.
0: Well, I've been a pastor for 35 years, and I was the associate pastor at Calvary Baptist Church here in uh, Kaufman for nine years. Uh, as uh, part of that, I had been serving on the board for the center for seven or eight years during that time, and so I've had a long connection with the center with that. But uh, my primary background in ministry has always been student ministry and worship ministry.
1: Uh, what other congregations were you with prior to that?
0: Uh, most of my uh, time I was at a church in Mesquite for almost 10 years.
1: Uh, going further back, uh, okay. t- tell us where you grew up, just a little bit about yourself mm-hmm. though.
0: Yeah. I grew up in Pleasant Grove, I graduated from Samuel High School. Uh, my wife and I got married in 1981. Uh, we have uh, three kids, I got three great kids. I have the oldest son's a police officer in Waxahachie. My daughter is a uh, administrator in the Crandall School District. And my youngest son uh, has picked up kind of the mantle that I work with, he's a student pastor in Cleburne. Okay. And by the way, there's seven grandkids. So. Seven grandkids. Yeah, let's well, I, I know okay. you're, uh, I, I'd <laughs> lost count, I know I you're know. a proud grandfather. Sometimes I do too, yeah. Can, <laughs> can you name them all? I sure can, yeah. I, I can probably even give you the birthdays, but
1: uh-huh. yeah. Uh, what eventually led you to the, I, I know that Pleasant Grove is just down the road, mm-hmm. but what eventually led you and your wife to the Kaufman area?
0: You know, we first came out. This is just some changes that, you know, when you're in the ministry, you've got to be open to God's call all the time. And sometimes those are unique. Uh, and so we actually went to, started out in Kemp, and I was at Hillcrest Baptist Church for about three years before I came to uh, Calvary.
1: Okay. Uh, do you have any other connection to Kaufman, or
0: you know? Before the truth is, I mean, we had uh, had just passed through Kaufman a lot. I'd never really even knew much about Kemp until I got there. So, but Kaufman, Kaufman, we just passed through many times.
1: Uh, as I mentioned at the kind of the beginning of the interview, it's a little bit of an odd situation. We, we truly don't want the help center. To, we, we want you to have less customers right. and not more. Right. Uh, but tell us why you're a chamber member and and, and some of the things that uh, our viewers might need to know about. How not just the chamber, but the community at large could help the right. Christian Help Center?
0: Well, I think we got to make sure that we understand what we're trying to do, get our word out what we're trying to accomplish. Um, it's interesting, you talk about less, but the thing is, in 2018, we actually served 3,200 more people than we did in 2017, okay? And we're already tracking this year. Those numbers are moving up. The needs are out there, and so you first have to address that need. And so you have to do it with community. I mean, it's really the way it works. The, if the entire community is not really involved,
1: we're not going to be a Successful as we need to be. Now, I know you and I are both chamber members, you and I are both mm-hmm. members of the Kaufman Lions Club. Yep. What, what other, how do we get that message out better?
0: Uh, we do it obviously. Social media is great. Uh, I have the blessing, have the opportunity to go out every Sunday. I'm in a different church most Sundays now, and, and I get to uh, I speak about the center. I preach about the center. So a lot of that goes on there. I work with, you know, obviously with the chamber. The chamber will send out, we'll put out stuff and they'll send those things out through social media. Uh, we have a great, uh, the Kauffman uh, County Coalition that, that work That's a great thing we do. In fact, uh, get an opportunity to speak to that group. And then like the Lions Club, which helps us out. Greatly in the Thanksgiving time when they give us some donations to help us pump that need up.
1: We're going to transition to a, a period that I call rapid fire. Okay.
0: So okay. Just rapid. <laughs> good uh, deal. No, okay. no, no thinking. Quick answers to the <laughs> okay. questions. You right. ready? Do it. Boxers or briefs? Oh man, uh, briefs. What was the first car that you drove? Uh, a '74 Grand Torino, red. '74 Grand Torino. Yeah.
1: If you could have one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Wow, that's pretty good. Uh, quesadillas. Quesadillas. Yes. Uh, this is my friend Richard Dunn. Uh, once again, we're coming to you from Community Life, who's been generous in sharing their facilities here. As I said at the beginning of the interview, uh, please, if you're watching this, take an opportunity to like and share that. So it's reaching uh, as many people, particularly for uh, Richard and the Christian Help Center to, as he said, get that message out. Let people know what they're doing, uh, and if you know somebody who might be in need of those resources, uh, let them know how to contact the help center so that we can uh, help our friends and neighbors here in Kaufman County. Once again, it's my friend Richard Dunn. Hey, Richard, thank you, thank you. so
0: much, Andrew. Good.